0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian, and joining me, as always, is your co-host, Jim. Here
1: I am, despite network glitchiness tonight.
0: We're ha- uh, folks are having all sorts of problems tonight. Uh, Spaz, uh, please, uh, folks, send your uh, good vibes to Spaz. He is, hopefully not, but very close to some of the fires up no- in Northern California right now. And he might have to evacuate at any time, uh, so he is not here with us tonight because he's monitoring the various channels. So uh, just please, you know, send good vibes or whatever you do you, his way. So his house and his him and his him, <laughs> his family and whatnot stay safe. Because yeah, I was seeing pictures of it up there. It's scary right now. Uh, We don't know where Hunter is. North Carolina is not on fire, so uh, we're not sure what's going on there. Uh, Sometimes he gets so busy with work, he forgets what day it is. (laughs) That's happened more than once. Uh, So I would not be surprised if something like that was happening. Uh, But We do have a guest tonight, folks, joining us also from Northern California, but a different part of it, because California is freaking huge. Uh, Walt Destler, the developer of the game we're going to be talking about, Cosmeteer. Welcome,
2: Walt. Hi, thanks so much for having me.
0: Thanks for coming on. There, uh, I, I had at least half a dozen people ask me when I was going to get you on the show. <laughs> so, so there has been some anticipation with this one. Um, a lot of people I know play your game because it's free, so let's start there. Uh... Cosmeteer is free, everyone. Let's just get that right out of the table there. It's free. You don't have to pay for it. It doesn't cost a cent. Free! And And it feels... What
1: you'd like to ask is, what the hell are you thinking?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I ask myself that question every day.
1: Because in a world where fidget spinners and other trash is like pushing things off the store, you have a really cool game that people would pay money for, but you're giving it away.
2: Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, basically, I'm not doing this... As a charity, right? I do actually hope to make money off of this game, uh, someday. Uh, but, uh, and like my, my eventual goal is to basically sell the game on Steam. Uh, but for now, I've basically decided that, um, I think the, the, the long term interest of the game would be better served, uh, by me putting the game out there for free so that so that a, I can get lots of feedback on it, like feedback on the gameplay and bug reports, things like that, um, and also uh, b, so that I can, you know, slowly build up a community around the game over time, uh, which uh, I hope will uh, be willing to support the game uh, once it actually does launch on Steam, uh, hopefully with, with you know strong initial sales and positive reviews.
0: And how is that going? Are you getting a lot of feedback? Are you getting a lot of uh engagement from the community it's been,
2: it's been amazingly useful. um the game is far far better because there are a ton of people playing it um uh people people telling me like what features they they want to see you know most implemented uh things they like and don't like about the game uh there's been a big modding community that's kind of built up built up around the game uh so people people adding adding new like modules to ships that you can build things like that um just like getting getting crash logs from players so like whenever the game crashes um like I'll usually get an email in my inbox with like the crash log in it telling me what went wrong so I you know I can fix it um and hopefully just all this feedback will make the game uh a lot better once once I actually do ask people to play to pay money for it so
1: out of forty four thousand games that are on n d d b you're number <laughs> eighty five so you must be doing something right
2: uh thank you yeah i i hope so it's been exciting uh for sure so so um
0: so once you decide to go paid what will will you still have maybe like a free version that'll be like a demo like like a limited demo type thing or, and a paid version that'll have all the bells and whistles like do you have a so, plan to go to the paid version
2: i don't want to make any promises right now but okay. uh, with the caveat that this is not a promise my current thinking uh is that basically uh you know the the version that was f- the, the the version that was free before the game became paid uh, will remain free and people, you know, anyone who already downloaded it will just be able to keep playing it and I will probably keep the old download on the website Um, but that future updates uh, you'll need to pay for.
1: Okay, so that's basically the same thing that uh, 3030 Death War did which is pretty successful because that's how, that's how they wrote me in I started playing the free one and, and then mm-hmm. they were like, hey we're on Steam and it was like, take the money here, so yeah
2: yeah, it's basically which, which worked what out well. That game did okay. Yeah, they're uh, all right, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <sighs> so, uh, for folks who aren't aware of exactly what Cosmeteer is, we haven't gotten to that yet. Uh, could you could you give like us the elevator pitch, the bullet points as to what uh, what is the basics of Cosmateer?
2: Sure. Uh, so, Cosmeteer is it's basically a game about designing spaceships. Um, so you kind of you start the game with uh a little spaceship it has you know a few laser blasters on it and half a dozen or so crew uh and you you fly around you find some enemy ships to destroy and you can destroy if you destroy them, then you get a little bit of money and you can use that money to uh then upgrade your own ship um and uh the thing that I think is and I suspect most people think is really cool about this game uh is that you can kind of uh build your own ship. Really, however you want, basically, you have a grid uh that you can place individual rooms or modules or weapons down onto uh in pretty much like whatever shape or configuration you want i mean there there are some restrictions about like you can't put anything directly behind a thruster and like weapons have to be on the outside of your ship, things like that uh but but beyond like the basic restrictions, there's not really a whole lot telling you you know what you can and can't do right this is this is not like a so a lot of games have maybe like a a predefined like whole shape for your ship uh with maybe some like mount points in it uh this game is not like that this is basically you got a, you got a grid kind of sim city style where you can really do almost whatever whatever you want uh to make your ship in whatever shape you want position your weapons wherever you want um so yeah it's really about it's really about building building the ship of your dreams. Um, And then what I think what I personally think uh, the kind of the the key factor that I think makes designing ships uh, not just uh, aesthetically interesting, but also strategically interesting uh, is that inside the ship, you have a crew simulation going on. So uh, ships can have anywhere between, say, a couple to uh, hundreds, uh, in some huge cases, even thousands of crew Running around doing various tasks in your ship, um, and this is this what I think is what makes ship design interesting. Uh, so, for example, uh, crew. So, for example, for some reason in this fictional future, no one has invented power lines. Uh, so, in order for your crew to power your weapons and your thrusters, they have to like literally go to the reactor core, pick up the giant glowing battery, and hand carry it to you know whatever whatever system needs that power. Um and so this actually like makes you it sounds kind of primitive right but it makes you think about uh the the let's say like the the floor plan layout of your ship as you're building it how do you where do you put your doors where do you put your corridors how close do you put your weapon to the reactor you want to put it close enough that your crew can get uh from the reactor to your weapon quickly because how quickly they can deliver power directly affects how quickly the weapon can shoot um, but at the same time, when if you you don't want to put the reactor too close to the edge of your ship because that makes it really vulnerable. Yeah. And If the reactor gets destroyed, then it blows up really big and blows up a bunch of stuff around it. Um. So yeah, like the the, the crew simulation is what I think makes ship design especially interesting.
0: I gotta say, I love the crew simulation. You w- you watch them run around. You watch them take whatever the little energy energon cubes. From the reactor—that's what I'm going to call them.
2: I, don't, I think I've been calling them plasma batteries, but I don't—I haven't really thought about it that
0: much. <laughs> the little cubes, little batteries, from like the reactor to the weapon, and so like your weapon will be down for a second while someone runs to get power and runs back, and I think that's 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 pretty great to watch that happen. I like how you could turn the interior on and off like so if you turn it off you might have like a little Star Trek type window you know over right. the hull and I also like how this is a nice little touch if you turn off the interior so you get the full hull the sound from the inside of the ship is also muffled I really like that That's yeah, a, nice a lot th- of the
2: sounds only play uh, in interior view
0: right and I also one thing I liked is um, so that, folks there are two modes of this game there's the bounty hunter mode where you have a ship, you fly around, you kill enemies, you make money, you buy more ships or improve your ship. Um but the nice thing is in creative mode, you can build the biggest ship in the world, but to use it in bounty hunter mode, it directly easily corresponds to a dollar value uh, that you know is makes it easy or difficult to buy in bounty hunter mode. So there's just a seam it's almost a seamless transition you know, back and forth.
2: Yeah. I know some people, like I was just talking to a friend yesterday about the game and he was was saying like uh, basically how he was playing the game. He'd play bounty hunter, make a bunch of money. He wouldn't really do a lot of like actually upgrading his ship, but then once he had a bunch of money, he'd switch over to creative mode, design a ship there, save it. And then just like buy the ship in bounty hunter mode.
0: (laughs) That's great. And I, I have to say, I appreciate that for someone like me who doesn't like building ships, uh you have many, many pre-made ships already. Um
1: can can you knock a chunk off of a ship and then like your little dudes get sucked screaming out into space and <laughs> away. Uh
2: there's there's currently no get sucked out into space mechanic. Um I I haven't done that at least yet because I haven't quite figured out a way to make it well balanced. Um yeah. I mean in this game like ships lose parts so easily that Mm. they'd almost like immediately everyone would get sucked out at the beginning of a battle. So I have to figure Mm. out some way to balance that. Uh, The crew
1: crew just like automatically spawns in whenever you create bunks for them to sleep in or something, right?
2: That's how it works right now. Yeah. Eventually I'd like to have kind of like more of a uh, normal kind of, maybe like you can dock at a space station and there are crew available to hire um, maybe like different crew have like different skills, things like that.
1: Uh, or if two crew meet each other and like each other a lot. Then,
0: <laughs> but you, I did, I believe I did see that you can purchase more crew members at the moment. If you if you build more bunks, you can just flat out buy more yeah. crew members, right?
2: Yeah. So the way it works right now, like if you build a bunk, and by default, you can turn this option off. But by default, uh, like if you build a if you build a cruise quarters that has six beds, it just like automatically buys the six
1: crew for you. Oh okay. Um, and then if
2: like if you lose crew during battle, then like you can you can buy the the missing essentially the missing the um to get back up to the maximum number of crew that you can have on your ship as determined by by how many bunks it has.
0: Okay, that makes sense. That's really streamlined, but yeah I would love like a space station mechanic where you like I lost some crew, I gotta go to the bar in the in the in the pub in the station to uh Device. Yeah, that's
2: the eventual plan. Just uh, haven't gotten that far yet.
0: Very Sid Meier's Pirates right there, which is like
2: <laughs>
1: actions where you can, like, send your crew over. And once a mechanic is in place where you have to replenish those crew a little more difficultly, then they just auto-respawn. So it would be like uh, you could grapple an enemy ship and then send your crew over, but you're going to lose them, you know, if they die. All right.
2: Yeah. Uh yeah, for sure. That would be that would be awesome. Is there or maybe gonna- a component
1: that's just marines?
2: Uh and people people ask for for they want to be able to like board enemy ships, right? That's a that's a commonly requested feature. Um yeah, and I'd we, love to do it.
1: If we could just have your game and heat signature have a baby.
2: <laughs> I should talk then- to that guy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because it, well, whenever I first looked at Heat Signature, I thought you were going to be able to build those ships and stuff, but now you just deal with what it generates. So, so it's kind of like, well, you know, if I could just build those things and then fly them around and then also like run around in other people's ships.
0: But you can steal them and fly them around. You can steal them and fly them around. Yeah. It's, you know, you can just find a random ship with some guns on, uh, on, on and steal it, and then shoot the hell out of anyone you come across, yeah, if you want,
1: so well, what, what about multiplayer it's not there yet, is that a plan or are you
2: just gonna uh do it's the not there yet um uh that being said uh I have actually i really haven't announced this yet, but I've been working on multiplayer um and it's actually pretty much done, like it works um so this is something that I am super excited about. Uh, and I haven't really, I haven't really told anyone yet, but at this point it's, uh, uh, it, it is, it is done. It's not completely done. It's like 95% done, but it's done enough that I am basically a hundred percent sure that it's actually going to be in the game, uh, pretty darn soon. Um, I'd really like to have a build out with multiplayer, um, within the next week or two Oh my God. Uh, would be, would be ideal. Uh, so yeah, so you badly. asked me that question at, uh, the right time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, what are the so what can you do in multiplayer? Can you like fly around in Bounty Hunter mode, Bounty Hunt mode for example and
2: Uh no. So what it's going to be is it's going to start off pretty simple. Basically, the first version of multiplayer is essentially just going to be like a player versus player battle. So it's like imagine like you make a ship and like your friend makes a ship or like you make a, like a small fleet of ships and your friend makes a small fleet of ships. And you just kinda like want to see whose ships are better, right? Um, so like one of you can host a game, game and the other one can hop in, and then you can like select what ships you want to fight with, uh, and then just have have like a little battle. Um so something fairly simple. Uh eventually I'd like to um uh make some maybe some more interesting multiplayer game modes. Um people people have actually been uh asking for like a kind of like a cooperative mode. Uh, so like maybe some sort of kind of gauntlet style where you face kind of harder and harder AI ships. Um, mm. uh, and then eventually I think it would just be cool uh, to have basically like a multiplayer version of the creative mode uh, where you can actually like, you know, go into kind of like a shared space and build ships with your friends.
0: Oh, that'd be fun. So like multiple people working on the same ship, that kind of thing.
2: Yeah, basically. Right. Um, so so you're like, this- Hey, you want to help me build this giant, giant, star destroyer destroyer or something like that right now.
1: So I don't know if you, if you've seen iron armada yet, but it, it's funny because it's, uh, I, I stuck a video in the stream chat thing. Uh, but blue Drake, the, the YouTuber guy, he's got a team of programmers that are working on a game and it's uh, it was six months, a year, something they've been working on this thing. But it, it's funny because this guy is like, Oh, it's FTL plus Cosmateer. Huh?
2: Cool, uh, so, I have not checked it out. I will though. Yeah,
1: so it's it's basically co op ships, you know. Uh-huh. So you get like all the people running around in your ship, but they're actually players. But it's kind of the same deal though, and uh, yeah, it's it's worth a look into. Cool, but it's uh yeah, so it but it's a thing where not everybody runs their own ship around,
2: but gotcha. you'd have like
1: you know twenty dudes put a ship together and then go fight another team of twenty dudes.
2: Ah, interesting. That sounds pretty cool. I'll definitely check it out.
0: Yeah, i have to check it out, too. This is, like, the second time I've heard of this game and I've never, like, followed up on it. Yeah, it's uh,
1: like, uh, what, what's uh, what's yours coded in? Because Iron Armada is, like, Java,
0: I believe.
2: Uh, Cosmoteer is rating C-sharp.
0: Okay. C-sharp. Uh, so, I don't know anything about C-sharp.
2: Is it's that a programming language?
0: <laughs> right. Is it like would you say it's more or less difficult than say Unity?
2: Uh so Unity uses C sharp as its programming language. Um my game is not Unity. Oh. Uh, it's just C sharp. Uh oh. but yeah, like if you're most people when they make games in Unity, uh they do the programming in C sharp. Really? Yep.
0: Learn something new every day, folks. Uh <laughs> We have a question cuz someone in the uh YouTube chat is saying your game looks like a 2D Interstellar Rift and they're wondering if you've ever seen that game.
2: I don't think so.
0: It's another buildy, um uh, buildy shooty thing, but it's it's more 3D. Which no, thank you.
1: <laughs> your game's a lot more done.
0: Yeah. Not only that, but, like, I have an easier time dealing with 2D building, like this, like this, for example, than 3D building, like, Space Engineers.
1: Yeah, I've run into that a lot myself. And there, there's, like, a couple of games that the 3D build stuff is, is cool in. Um,
2: yeah, as soon as I kind of decided that ships should have crew running around inside, um, they then the game basically at that point became like it had to be a 2d game um i mean like maybe there would be a way to to kind of cause like a 3d version of Cosmeteer, um but i feel like just kind of like it's really easy in a 2d game just like make the make the the roof of the ship disappear and like you can see the entire inside of the ship and you don't have like like rooms behind rooms or anything like weird like that that would make it like hard to figure out what is going on in the game. Um, it's just like it makes it makes it makes kind of understanding the game systems and what's actually going along on a lot easier if it's in two D. Yeah,
0: I agree. I agree. You
2: so- know, when,
1: once you get once you get done with this, you could uh, pretty easily, I would think, because all the systems would still somewhat apply. Um, but like spin out an, an alternate game that's like pirate ships. On on the water, or something, <laughs> and because I mean the you know the, the basic work. mechanic is the same, and then you could kind of you know be like Lego pirates or
2: whatever. <laughs> Someone uh, should make out of that for my game. Yeah, totally.
0: So right now, like we said, you have the two game modes: you have bounty hunt and you have creative. Are you going to be adding any more during the game's uh, early access period?
2: Uh, I'd like to. Um, so actually, like the the bounty hunter mode uh like the main game mode right now I actually consider it to be a pretty temporary thing it's oh. kind of just like a stand in uh until I get around to actually doing something more interesting so like in the in the my ultimate goal is to have basically like a big galaxy that you can explore like you can meet different factions you can like go visit space stations where you maybe you can like get missions and you can go on missions and like get money Uh, And like maybe other kinds of loot and you can like mine resources from asteroids and salvage things from enemy ships and trade with people. Um, Those are all things that I I'd really love to have. And uh, I think either, either the bounty hunter mode will get uh, replaced with, you know, that mode that more interesting, I don't know what you call it, but galaxy adventure mode or something. Uh, Or maybe it will like just kind of slowly grow into that, evolve into that over time.
0: That sounds fun. That sounds exactly like I, I was because I was enjoying Bounty Hunt mode. But I'm like, I want to do more. I want to dock at space I, stations I and get missions, and, <laughs> and and I want to. Uh,
2: it's funny. Like I, I made Bounty Hunter mode just for the sake of having some goal in the game, something to do besides creative mode, right? Um, And then I gave it kind of like this really big galaxy and I never thought anyone would ever have the patience to like actually clear the whole thing. I've never cleared a whole like normal sized galaxy in Bounty Hunter mode. Uh, (laughs) um, And so then I was like really surprised when people started being like, hey, I cleared the whole galaxy and the game didn't tell me I won. And the game doesn't tell you you win because I didn't (laughs) imagine anyone would actually ever have the patience to play through the whole thing.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. (laughs) That is, uh, that is great. But I'm really glad to hear that more is coming. Like, not that I wasn't enjoying Bounty Hunt mode, but like, as I'm playing, I'm like, I want to do more in this universe. I want yeah, like-, like.
1: You get to the end of the game, and it's like, congratulations, you've got more
0: time than me.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. The That's what exactly what it should say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, because it's written in this uh, C sharp thing, is that what makes it uh, so moddable?
2: Uh, not really. So I actually like also all the, all the game data is, uh, it's basically written in this kind of custom text based language sort of, it's not really a programming language, but it's like, uh, like if you're familiar with like XML or like JSON, those are like, they're not really programming languages, but they're like ways of, of entering data using text. Yeah. So I basically kind of like created sort of like a more powerful version of that um which is actually created for like a previous game i was working on uh but basically like i carried it over to cosmos here um and so basically like the modding system basically allows players to change any of that data um and so it's it's pretty flexible what people can do with it um eventually i would like to have like people actually be able to write c sharp code that the game would then load um but uh that, that we're not there yet
0: uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, now, th- now, does knowing Unity – would? Know- this is a random programming question. Would sure. knowing Unity help you know how to pro- – will you already pretty much know how to program in C Sharp if you already knew how to program in Unity? You'd or be it- pretty
2: close. Uh, until recently, Unity used a pretty old version of C Sharp. Um, I think oh. they've like very recently in the past few months or so – Uh, upgraded to a much newer version so there might be there might be like a lot of newer c-sharp features that you wouldn't be able to use in unity and therefore you might not know Um, uh, but otherwise yeah like unity uses c-sharp if you know how to program unity then you know a lot of c-sharp
0: yeah because i've i've tried programming and yeah my brain can't wrap around it so i'm (laughs) very very grateful for those of you who can wrap your brain around it and make these awesome games so how long have you been working on this one
2: Oh, gosh, that is a good question, and it depends on exactly how you count. Um, I've been working on the game full-time for probably just over a couple of years now. Wait, wait,
0: wait, um, wait, wait, stop. You're charging <laughs> nothing for it and working full-time on it.
2: Uh, that is true. How? If you don't mind uh, me asking. Basically I mean, just living off my savings. Um Good I mean, for you. I like a nice thing about living in, in Silicon Valley where I live is that, you know, programmers get paid well. Um, and so basically I was able to save up a good amount of money so that I could do this for three years without actually making really much money. Um, I do, I do uh, sometimes like teach on the side. I make a little money that way. Um, so I don't quite have zero income. Uh, but for the most part, I do work on the game, the game full time.
0: That's that's pretty amazing. I mean, it's we, we run into so many different stories about developers wanting to full, work full time in their game and they can't, and there are many that can. So it's, it always fascinates me to see how um, how developers um, make that work. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, and I'm, I'm certainly I'm certainly very fortunate. Um, I think it's just largely like actually having having worked a well-paying job, a quote unquote real job uh, that paid pretty well and was just able to save up a, a good amount of money that way.
1: So what were you doing, like working at Google or something?
2: <laughs> no, I was working for a video game company um, in the San Francisco Bay Area.
0: Which um, so, one? Well, Which one?
2: Uh, <laughs> it's probably a company you've never heard of. It's a company that does mainly mobile games. Like, it's called Rumble Games. Um, You're right. I've never a heard of it. Called, Good job. Yeah, they made a game <laughs> called King's Road.
0: I think I've heard of that one actually.
2: You might have. Uh, it was originally I actually did I did not work on King's Road very much. Um, but Kings Road is uh it was originally like a like Facebook and browser-based flash game. And it is probably the best looking flash game I have ever seen. Um uh and then they they eventually did like a, a mobile port for the game. And I think that's largely where the game makes most of its money these days,
0: I think I saw a commercial for it once, like an actual on television commercial for it. hmm maybe
2: i don't think I've seen that commercial if that's if that's the
0: <laughs> game I'm, I'm thinking it. of anyway but so so uh you did you did you leave that? I hope you don't mind me asking, but because I know there are a lot of people who want to do this, so I, I like. <laughs> asking about these things so other people can hear, you know, the answers. Uh, did you purposefully leave, um, if you don't mind me asking that uh, that gig, to work on this full-time? Or did just circumstance put you in that direction?
2: Kind of. Um, it was certainly, so, like, I was working on the game, kind of on the side in my spare time, like, during that job, right? Um, it was always kind of a game that I was kind of, I wished I had more time to work on. Um and I kind of I kind of dreamed about being able to, you know, turn it into a real thing, work on it full time, right? Um I wouldn't exactly say that's the reason I left the company, just kind of like the company went through some, I think, difficult financial times. Um and for various reasons I wasn't uh especially happy anymore. And so I decided to leave and you know find something new to do. And so basically I uh I left that job and I then decided I was gonna Work on on Cosmoteer until something more interesting came along, and uh, so far nothing more interesting has come along. Um, and at this point, I don't think anything is going to. I'm feeling, really committed to this game right now. That's amazing. Yeah, the, mobile,
1: the mobile market, especially in the valley, uh, I got a buddy that lives out there, and it's like, you know, he he works for Zynga, he works for Kabam, he works for some place I never heard of, you know, and and it's just it's just like every six months to a year. You know, and, and it'll, and it's not his fault. It's just like, well, this thing I was working on got canceled uh, and, yep. and it's not <laughs> like they shift you to another team. It's just like, well, everybody out the door, uh, <laughs> you know? that sounds very familiar. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, that's a kind of thankless lifestyle, uh, especially living in a place where the rent's really high. So
2: yes, <laughs> I, I guess
1: you learn really quick to put some money back for the, for the lean times.
0: Yeah that well, That is pretty great because like we hear all kinds of stories about how like some people want to do this full time, but it didn't work out. it doesn't it hasn't worked out yet, you know, and stuff like that, so that's really encouraging it's always encouraging to hear where when it does work out and i'm I'm sure you had to make sacrifices in saving and whatnot uh to make it happen, but it sounds like it's working out for you. It sounds like you're pretty fulfilled. Um, Uh,
2: So far, uh, it's certainly been fulfilling. Uh, Whether it ends up being a sound financial decision is still very much an open question.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you're happy with it. You seem like genuinely, and we've talked to a lot of developers, and you can tell some of them, this feels a little more like work than joy. Do you know what I mean? But to you, you sound genuinely joyous about your game which is always uh, nice to hear. I, I
2: think I I think I am. I think it helps having like actually a lot of people playing the game and just like yeah. constantly being excited about it, right? That really helps to keep me motivated. I can't imagine staying motivated if I was just like shut in my bedroom making this game that no one was playing, right? Like just getting that 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 continuous like constant it, to be honest is like basically an ego boost. Uh, of people telling me, "Hey, I really like the game. Hey, can you add this feature? Hey, I made this shit. Check it out." Uh, that's just like it's it's really it's really invigorating and motivating.
0: Yeah, and you and you can tell we have some people from your community in our Discord in our in the um, in the video chat, and they're very very uh, zealous, very happy about your game. <laughs> Uh, so it's very, very nice to see because sometimes we don't get anyone from the games community showing up. Sometimes we get like a couple of people, so it's really always nice to see fans show up to support, you know, their game. That's, it's always nice to see, you know. And I, and I was looking at your forum because you sent me a link, and not only was everyone there really nice, which is rare, but your, your <laughs> forum, your forum is super active. Like everyone's yeah, con- I
2: can't keep up with it.
0: Oh yeah, oh, I can. I can only imagine. Yeah, I mean, pe- people were just tra- talking about ship designs and the game and and all all kinds of nonsense. And that was that's amazing, you know. To have a community ri- rise up around something you do,
2: it it feels really good. <laughs> Not gonna lie.
0: <laughs> right. Um, so right now we've talked about this before. The game is free. Do you have any kind of timetable? I'm not saying you should make a promise, but do you have any kind of general timetable as to when it might go to a paid version?
2: Uh, honestly, not really. Um, if it happens sometime next year, that would be great. <laughs> that seems <laughs> Eventually reasonable. I do run out of money?
0: Yeah, no, that seems reasonable. That's I, now. Do you think you might do like the Kickstarter route? Do you might do the alpha funding route? Have you um, like
2: that's that's a good question. I think my my current thinking, and again, no promises here. This is just kind of what I'm thinking sure. about. Um my current thinking is basically just to launch the game on Steam Early Access. Um, I've thought about doing a Kickstarter. Kickstarters kind of come with their own can of worms, right? They're a oh lot of work yeah. to run. Yeah. Like everyone I've talked to who has run a Kickstarter has been like, yeah, like running the Kickstarter was a full-time job and I got nothing done on my game for a month, right? Um, so is it worth sacrificing a month of dev work to run a Kickstarter? I don't know. Uh, and then plus, like... Steam fairly recently made some kind of like policy changes around things like reviews, right, so like no longer do uh reviews from players who received keys outside of purchasing the game on Steam count towards steam reviews right so like if I did a Kickstarter and like say like maybe ten thousand yeah. people bought on Kickstarter, then there 'll be like uh potentially thousands of. Hopefully, positive reviews that the game that wouldn't count towards like this towards Steam's percentage thumbs up score, right? Um, so in that way, it's actually possible that doing a Kickstarter would kind of shoot me in the foot.
0: Yeah, when they made that change, a lot of people who uh, had a Kickstarter and gave out keys beforehand and whatnot were very upset.
2: And yeah, I, uh, I, I can and, understand that. Yeah,
0: and rightfully so. I mean, I ca- I understand where Steam is coming from. They're trying to solve a problem. Uh, by making it as easy as possible on them, <laughs> which is what they seem to do uh, yeah, with a lot of right. things. Really,
2: I don't even. I don't even want to say I think that Steam made the wrong decision. I. I just. I don't know enough about that situation to be able to judge them. Uh, but certainly as a developer, uh, at least as like like I like a, a le- legitimate developer who's not gonna like just give a bunch of keys away in exchange for reviews or anything like that. Right. Um. You know, it's certainly it's not a great thing.
0: And it's kind of funny. With your game being free, you probably don't even have to deal with that kind of YouTuber scam that's been going around. Like, hey, I'm a YouTuber. Give me five keys for your game so I can cover it. I mean, uh, me yeah, key. I mean,
2: not yet. No one has asked me. Not, not to yet. yet, yeah. <laughs> I'm well, sure I
1: was going to say, with the game being free, do you still get the spam? Like, hey, can I have some keys? <laughs> but, yeah. Um, uh, no, but I
2: actually, I have not gotten that spam yet. I, I imagine once the game is actually on Steam, I will get a lot of spam.
1: Yeah, you know, what seems to be going on is that there is a market in just selling the trading cards. That's, yeah, that's the big problem. And and all that, right? So people will put any kind of BS up there and and then like hand out a bunch. Well, the other thing too is that let's say I make like 10,000 bogus Steam accounts, right? And each one of them goes up there and buys the game for a nickel or it's a free game or, you know, whatever. And then I can actually like suck the trading cards out of those and right. then resell them. So, so they have bot farms that do nothing but just sell trading cards out of these junk games. And, you know, if you get like 10 cents for a card, well, you do 10,000 of those, up. you made some money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So there, there's like, there's a whole steam review group that's dedicated to hunting down and, and watching these guys and, you know, <laughs> just keeping, keeping documentation. They've got extensive spreadsheets online of who's wow. doing what. And uh, I think they were a pretty big part of uh, that, that uh, Zombatron or whatever it was, Zana, whatever that uh, had like 200 games yanked off of steam A couple of weeks ago.
2: Yeah, I heard about, you know, just
1: because they just sent a spreadsheet to, to, to valve and they were just like, look at this. (laughs) Right. And, and that was whenever they yanked that dude's games off of there, because there was like 10 different alias accounts. So it looked like 10 different developers. It was all the same dude. And Mm. whenever they canned all the games from that, that was 10% of the games on steam went away in one shot. Yeah, it was, or not ten percent, two percent rather. Um, Still, of, that's a of lot. Of, that's a lot of games. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was like a wicked. You know, I was like, wait a minute, seriously, two percent? Um, but yep, and and a lot of the stuff that 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 clown was doing was asset flip stuff, where you go to the Unity store and you just buy a pre made like here is generic zombie survival kit, right? And they load it up in Unity, they compile it, and they upload it on Steam as a complete game.
2: Yeah, that's for, that's for a dollar, that's
1: cool. <laughs> you know, no, absolutely not. And it, unfortunately, I guess it's the the license and terms of service of the way that the asset store works. It's perfectly legal. And I just wish that they would just adjust the, the you know, the clause of that and just be like, but you can't just unaltered flip it, you know, or something. Yeah, like that.
2: yeah. Because if imagine... I was
1: the asset maker, I'd be pissed if somebody was doing that. It's like, well, why didn't I do that?
2: Yeah, because they probably only got paid once for that asset for all those games, right? Exactly,
1: and then, then of course, because it's a flip like that, then they attach the achievements and the Steam cards and all the other BS, so they triple dip off of it. Yeah. I had somebody email me the other day, said that they would give me $175 for 20,000 keys for my game. (laughs) I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> so now we know the going rate, I
2: guess. That seems that seems like a bad deal.
0: <laughs> I wonder if that's prorated to how many people already own the game, how the ratings for the game are. Like, no, this is, was
1: just this was just like some Russian. Episode.
0: Right, but what I'm saying is, like, um, is that the is that the same for everyone they contact? Or? I think that's
1: a general pitch. Is just like, hey, are you dumb enough to give me twenty thousand keys for one hundred and seventy five dollars? And, and if I, and if it was like somebody made a game and, and they were like, well, these keys cost me nothing. Why not? Right. And yeah. And yeah. 20, I don't know. Maybe keys.
2: if your game is like literally making no money, maybe $175 sounds like a good deal, but
1: yeah, but I don't know. But the thing is though, if, if you think about it, like all these trash games that go up for like a dollar, right. And valve gets 30 cents every time. So right. it's really quite lucrative to Valve to actually have that massive uh flood of trash because they're making uh you know like 30% on the dollar every time one of those things gets sold for whatever reason. So yeah. it's it's kind of like there isn't really a great incentive for them to stop it other than you know trying to look good, right? It's a, it's op- Yeah, I mean like unless it's like seriously
2: way. threatening like their entire marketplace. Well, the, and, the problem
1: is that it makes it shitty for developers like you, right? At your scale. If you right. put your game up there, it used to be like, dude, I'm on the front page of Steam. I got it made. I'm going to get like 10,000 sales today. And with all that flip crap that's going on, you get shoved off the front page, you know, within an hour. And, you know, so discovery is absolutely the hardest problem on Steam. And it used to be like, I need to get discovered. I need to get on Steam. Well, not anymore. It's It's like being on the, it's like being on the android app store you know right. it's like good good luck you're you're like a dot in <laughs> in the yeah you know, for like sure. one one grain of sand in a castle right
2: that's why i'm hoping that building up a player base for cosmetier before launching on steam will like help discovery like you know Absolutely. hopefully like if a few thousand people buy the game on day one hopefully you know valve's algorithms will be like hey a bunch of people just bought this game i should show it more um
1: you know what really, what really has been proven to help is coming on the Space Game Junkie podcast because everybody <laughs> that's been on here has, without fail, like I look at Chris Just Roberts. Like instantly he was sells day. a
2: million copies, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, Chris Roberts was on. What What's he got? Like Eight hundred million dollars right now. A
0: lot. That's what you. He's that's what lot. you should
1: do. That's how. That's how. No, you
0: fund no, don't do it. <laughs> no
1: JPEGs the ships. No. no.
0: Okay. <laughs> It's a bad idea. It's gonna. Oh God, let's not go down that road. <laughs> that's a that's a very bumpy road to go down. And,
1: and then and then loot boxes. Oh my God, kids love loot boxes. We should put those in everything. I'm not
0: understanding that at all. I'm not understanding. Well, I think is, I, it, no, is, understanding it, is it tapping into a gambling game thing? Game. Is that what the thing is? It is, is that what absolutely does? Yeah. Oh okay. So, back in back in
1: my day, uh. we used to have loot boxes in our games. But it was called a treasure chest, and you had to kill a fucking dragon to get it. You didn't just pay a dollar.
2: I had I had someone try to convince me that Cosmeteur should have loot boxes in it. Just like one of my game developer friends, I was just like,
0: were they were they joking? (laughs) Were they kidding?
2: Uh, No, they were they were pretty serious.
0: What? (laughs) Yes.
1: Did you see the the? Okay, so the new Forza Motorsport came out, right? And the only way to get upgrades for your car. Is through loot boxes, and it used really? to be like, okay, open up the thing, and then I go in, and it's like, oh, I want to buy the you know new headers or new brakes or whatever. And now it's like, well, I have to just start rolling random crates until I get the part that I want, and you know, I can grind that with in-game money. You but know what? Yeah, we- and then, and then they change, they change. See, this is the problem, right? If it's a single-player experience, it used to be, oh, it's pay to win for multiplayer. And now it's coming into single player and it negatively impacts the single player gameplay because it makes the single player more grindy to inconvenience the player to the point where he's going to fork over it. Like uh, uh, the shadow of Mordor sequel that just came out, shadow of war, I guess, Um, which is a bit shady. See what I did there, Um, but they, they like made the end game hugely long, right? It's like, like you can get through the story, but if you want to see the true ending, well, get ready to grind for a hundred hours oh. or really you could play the that's loot scary. box game. Yeah. Oh.
0: That's, that's, that's shitty. Excuse Yeah. Cause and, and then it's actually
1: got a multiplayer component where it's like, you can build castles and stuff and then, uh, like put orcs in your castles to defend it. And then other players can raid your stuff. Well, if you want the cool orcs to keep your castle from getting screwed up. Yeah. You have to get those out of loot boxes. And if I come and I kill them, they're dead. So, you have to loot box them again.
0: I mean, say, I, gu- I guess I could see so. some kind of treasure chest system working for Cosmeteer where you get like special parts or, um, or, Cosmetic parts like that thing. I would,
1: we, I would just put it in as a joke. Can like,
0: only get pur- <laughs> you can only get purple bricks from loot crates or something, you know. Uh,
2: yeah, I think the the only way my entire player base wouldn't abandon me is if it was a joke.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So here, so here's what I would do. I, I would put like some kind of like custom currency in the game. Like you have to mine and you get like like little diamonds, and then you can spend the diamonds to buy a loot crate. But inside the loot crate is another loot crate. And inside that loot crate is another loot crate. So, you know, you have to get a crate in a crate in a crate. And then at the end, you just get the meme guy. That's like, yo dog, I heard you like crates.
0: Either that or you get like, what is it? In like uh, the mimic, either that or you get a mimic where the crate starts attacking your ship.
1: Oh my God. That would be hilarious. If yeah. You,
0: <laughs> space mimic. The loot crates attack. <laughs>
1: That, dude, that's it. That, just make a game for Steam called Loot Crate, the game.
0: You know what? And it's
1: all about fighting Nomex. I'm a little surprised this didn't already exist. I was going to say,
0: someone's making this right <laughs> well, now, it was, and it's just so loot crates and trading Friday. cards. Loot crates and trading cards, that's all it is. <laughs> loot crates and trading You open a loot. loot crate to get a trading card, that's all it is. <laughs> In
1: fact, it's a death match, and you have bazookas that uh. fire loot crates. <laughs> Death by loot crate. I don't know. Ugh. That's where the industry's going. Death by loot crate.
0: <laughs> I don't even know how we got on that topic, but I'm yeah, glad to we'll hear because co- it's, it's just will not have.
1: to see free to play things, right? Because and that's how we got into this, right? Because your game is free, so it's wow. like well, it's a free game. Got to pay the guy, right? Developer got to eat. So yeah, we'll put cosmetic things or whatever in here and you can, you can ignore it or you can do it and feel good about it. Cause the guy gets to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich tonight because <laughs> you bought the thing. But whenever you take a triple a thing from electronic freaking arts and it's a $60 game and then they cram it full of free to play yeah, mechanics you already, you already because they're so jelly cards. of blizzard. You
2: my game, please.
1: Yeah. And it's like, don't, don't make my $60 game shittier because you're then trying to inconvenience me into spending more money. I mean, it's already enough that we've seen, uh, well, I see the pivot, right? Cause like last year it was buy the game for $60 and then buy the, the season pass for another $40. So now you have a hundred dollar game. And then this year it's like, Oh no, no, we realized that nobody really likes that. So All the DLC is with the game, like Titanfall taught them, you know, people actually like that. Um, So now it's like, oh, well, all DLC is included, but we got a lot of loot crates in there. So they're still trying to pinch money out. You know, it's it's just ridiculous.
2: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I almost wish they would just be like, hey, we're going to charge $80 for this game because we think it's worth $80 as opposed to, I mean, like you put like loot crates and microtransactions in the game. Not only does it make the game more expensive, like it makes the game actually a worse game.
1: Yeah, uh, in most cases, at least. Yeah, because it it, cause it, impla- it impacts the play experience. Right. Otherwise, there would be no incentivization to do it. But, but the thing is, if you okay, if you look at the price of of games, right? Like Brian, whenever you bought games, let's say in the early two thousands, how much did they cost? Um, like fifty bucks, right?
0: Between forty and sixty, it depended on the game. But yeah, between okay. forty and sixty
1: dollars. So, so, given inflation, like. then is like $40 now, right? Really? So yeah, or well opposite, right? So 40, 40 then is like the 60 of now, right? It's yeah, it's, it's like a few percent a year. So it's like the $60 game of today is more like a $40 game then, right? So the, the amount of purchase power that you have. So even though the price has remained about the same, the actual, value of that money has gone down and salaries have gone up. Right.
2: So yeah. Cost of making know, games has gone up so much. Yeah. Well, that, that
1: and Hollywood got involved. Right. So everything has <sighs> to be like super production value craziness. But, um, yeah. but yeah, so I think honestly we get games fairly cheap and yeah, then if we you do. look at the steam market, damn near all games are free. If you wait six months, Right. (laughs) Like, uh, well, shadow, shadow of Mordor, the, or the shadow of war or whatever the hell they call it. I saw that thing before it even launched. There was a 30% off coupon. And it's like, really, are you kidding me? Like you guys are, are a third (laughs) off before the thing even hits the street. And most games it's, you know, it'll be like, you give it six months and then, you know, it'll, it'll be 50%. And then you catch it on a steam sale or something and it'll be 25%. And stuff, and then like, uh, what what was it like a year ago? Rise of the Tomb Raider came out. I just got it for free on uh, you know for my twelve dollar a month thing over at uh, over at Humble Bundle, and it was just like in a bundle, twelve bucks get a pile of games. And it's like, well, okay, so the value of a AAA title is about nothing after a year, year and a half. So yeah, I, I can see definitely why they're looking at like. Okay, well we can't get them with DLC anymore, so let's do loot boxes, and that's residual, right? Because somebody could fire this thing up a couple of years from now and just be like, "Ah, I need to buy some of them loot boxes." So, and I, I, but I think no that one will be playing from,
0: a couple of years from now. For it doesn't a lot of matter these games. because it's
1: the single player experience. See, oh. that's the thing. It's infiltrated single player. So now you're not dependent on having to compete with other people. It's just that the game's gonna shit on you until you buy those loot boxes. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I mean it's it's not dumb. It's just shitty. So I, I just wish they'd be honest and just charge more upfront for the game. But like I said, you know, it's like with, uh, with steam and their sales and stuff and that whole pattern, like the consumer is aware, you know, it's like, Hey, I'm going to wait six months. In fact, there's a Reddit group called patient gamers and that you're not allowed to talk I love about it Reddit group.
0: six months old. I love that group so much. I really do. <laughs> it's one of my favorite Reddit groups, actually. Yeah. <laughs> So I
1: used to tell you know people to come on the show and be like, what should I charge for this game? It's like, well, what do you want to make? Well, I don't know, ten bucks. I'm like, charge twenty because six months from now you're going to be fifty percent off. And that's
0: where you're going to make. It's not accurate. It's not accurate. Yeah. I I rarely, if I ever, buy anything full price anymore. Like yeah,
1: ever. and it. it if if you want ten dollars and you put it up for twenty, and then the first time a sale comes around, you drop it to half off, and people are going to be like, "Oh God, it's half off! I've wanted it; it's been on my wish list, but now now is the time," and that's when you're going to get your spike. Yeah, like or, the- you know, you get your you get your release week people that uh, like me are suckers, right? It's just like, well, I know it'll get cheaper, but I want to play it right now. Well, okay, so I paid a premium for that.
0: Yeah, like there's a game right now that's 75% off on Steam that I've been wanting for a while, but it's like, do I really need it? There are two other games in the series I've barely played. Do I need this one? Uh, It's called, it's that Tank Battles game. It's made by the um, Graviteam folks. You know what I'm talking about? The War Games. Yeah. Operation, yeah, so star. Like Operation star star. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's the, it's their the latest newest game. front or The, yes. newest, the, the yeah. latest game is tank something or other, you know,
1: the, with their games, they're all the same. And then all the DLC is going to get bundled in together. So if you haven't played I know. the, if you haven't played the one to to your satisfaction, it's really not worth going after the next one. Now. I mean, it's not a case of like, okay, so there's XCOM and then there's XCOM two. And then they put out that war, the chosen thing, which is, it's freaking XCOM 3, right? I mean, it changes XCOM 2 so much that that came out at... It was 40 bucks, but I looked at that, and I'm like, that's XCOM 3, really, to me.
2: I've been playing uh, a lot of that. It's it's worth $40. Yeah,
1: because they, they made it the I, near an RPG. That's what I've
0: heard, and, yeah. So. yeah. I've heard it's so amazing. I,
1: I think they need to go, like, the next step and actually make an RPG out of it.
0: It's but, not no, already? That's the only... Don't the soldiers not, not have... Fully. Oh. I thought the soldiers had stats and stuff.
1: Yeah, you do. But it's kind of like you you quest around a little bit. You know, It's like, oh, go here and rescue people or whatever. They give you kind of a selection of missions. But it ain't no Fallout, right? Where it's just like, okay, you totally decide what you want to do. You have a party of dudes and you run around. Like, if if they did a reboot of, like, a Fallout game and then they used XCOM's combat interface and, and it was like, okay, now you have a tribe of dudes, right? So, you know, you can... Let's say there's like 20 people that are that are warriors, and you decide what combination of of four or six guys go on a mission. They did this, that they already kind with, of Fallout XCOM. They did oh, that already, and it, that
0: Yeah, and apparently they did that already, and no one liked it, as from what I understand. Well, that,
1: yeah, because the engine was shitty. Oh, well, I'm talking about use, the, use an XCOM style system and just change oh. the setting, and it would be perfect. I, I any any time I see a turn based tactical like soldier game. I want to play it with the XCOM engine.
0: I think um I don't know if you've played Wasteland 2, but that sounds pretty close to what you're describing.
1: Yeah, I own Wasteland 2. Uh, yeah, yeah, in that- fact in fact my my coworker, former coworker Greg did some voices in that thing. So I oh. was obligated to buy it, right?
0: Oh. It was- yeah, so th- there are some RPGs like, like like Jagged Alliance, I guess is probably the best uh Example of that. Yeah, I
1: just I like the system of and it, honest to God, I I could see it happening for a game like uh, BattleTech, right? So it's like you have walk or run. If you walk, you get to shoot. If you run, you don't. And if you stand still, maybe you get to shoot twice. Okay, that would be great. That that works for damn near any kind of modern Isn't, thing. That's right?
0: what Mission Force Cyberstorm did, and it worked well, there, great. There you
1: go. It invented it. I need to get that going. You said there was a patch that actually fixed it, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll link it to you later. Yeah, but okay. I did get it working in Windows 7 here, and apparently it works in Windows 10, which has me giddy. Folks, if you haven't played, side note, if you haven't played Mission Force Cyberstorm, track it down. It works now in Windows 7.10 with this one guy who made some patches for it. It's so great.
1: The best I, part of that game is if your pilots piss you off, you can melt them down into goop and then like 3D print a new pilot
0: yeah but when they die, it has that awful like turning into a skull animation that like traumatizes you for the rest of the day you know sorry, Walt, do you have any idea what we're talking about? We're just gonna... not really <laughs> it, that was a it was like a mech strategy combat game that came out in the nineties based on the earth siege uh universe mm. and um when the earth siege was a first person like battle a uh, mech warrior style game by sierra and dynamics
2: yeah i I've, I've heard of it i've never i've never played any of those games 2, 2d merits <laughs> come back next week
0: uh, so uh how long do you for let's going back let's get back to your game sorry uh got, <laughs> sorry everyone we uh we get on tangent sometimes uh back to your game so your version like 0.12 right now does that mean like you have a long pre-release uh schedule ahead of you? Like at least another year?
2: Uh I I mean I'm I'm sure there's at least a year between now and and when the game could conceivably like like no longer even be in early access. That is that is that's gotta be like way more than a year. Um I don't I don't like I don't really have a fixed schedule that I'm trying to adhere to. I just kind of you know, I I try to take it one feature at a time, <laughs> and and mostly just trying to make make a great game. Um, so yeah, I don't really have a, a hard and fast schedule that I'm th- that I'm sticking to.
0: That's probably a good idea. I mean, as long as long as you tell people what your general plans are, usually that's enough. Um, you don't have to give like exact timetables because if you do, yeah. if you do, that's just a problem. Like look at Star Citizen. They said that was going to be done in 2014. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, yeah, that came out in 2014, right? Yeah, right.
0: I think <laughs> maybe the hangar did. Maybe.
2: Yeah, uh, <laughs> I have a uh, like a, a roadmap on Trello uh, that people can go check out. That has basically a bunch of features that I'm like planning and I'm considering. Um, and so you can kind of get a sense of where I'd like to take the game. But I certainly like I don't have a like I haven't announced a schedule, and that's that's because I don't know what the schedule is. <laughs>
0: Isn't Trello the best? Side note, isn't Trello amazing?
2: Uh it's pretty great. Uh my players the community basically talked to me into making a Trello and it's it's been good.
0: Yeah, I I for my blo- for my blog and YouTube channel here I live by Trello. Like I use Trello every freaking day. Like I'm using it right now to uh right. to keep track of the games we're talking about so I can add them to the show notes. It's it's such a I I love Trello. Folks, if you haven't used Trello and you need to do any kind of project management or to-do lists or anything. It's so amazing. Oh my God. Yeah.
2: I like that I can say like post an idea to the Trello and then like, like just anyone from the community can then like post comments on my feature on the Trello. Yeah. And me like how, like their ideas for, for this feature so that, you know, once I actually go to implement the feature, I can like read through all the comments that people have left And, you know, maybe, maybe get inspired. Maybe that feature will be just like a little bit better because someone had a cool idea for it.
0: And it's so amazing because like you can search through all those, you can archive everything and save everything. It just becomes this like font of knowledge. You know, it's amazing.
2: Yeah, it's pretty great.
0: Oh, Benny Mergle um, posted a link to it. That's pretty cool.
2: Murgle is one of my moderators on the Discord. Oh,
0: okay. Hi. (laughs) Hi, moderator. Oh, so you have a Discord too?
2: Yes, yes. There's absolutely a Cosmeteer Discord. Um, You can... Probably the easiest way to get to it is if you go to... So the Cosmeteer website is Cosmeteer.net and there's like a link at the top that will just invite you to the Discord. Oh, yeah, there it is.
0: Discord is so great, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I like it a lot. Another thing, my players talked me into doing, and it's been a good thing.
0: And it's 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 super handy. The the only downside, I don't know if you run into this problem, but once you start using it, you're like, I want to join all the servers. And yeah, what like, a Wait, problem! And
2: then I basically had to mute everything but my own oh, server.
0: <laughs> oh my god, right? That's pretty much what I've had to do: is mute every just about everything but my own server. Like I visit them every it's so like, often, but it's like I can't hang out it's with you really
1: when you're trying to stream something like this. And then your Discord's like getting, 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 getting. <laughs> <Like, laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. That's why I had to mute everything. Cause it's like, Nope, stop it. <laughs> God damn it. But yeah, I wish so- I could
1: start. I, I wish I could set a default behavior of every time I join a server, mute it.
0: I, um, I wish, but like, you can't. And, and I forget that. Like if I join a server and don't change it, like my phone will start going off a billion times. Because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't set it to just mentions or whatever. It's like, oh crap! I don't want that server to dig my phone every three seconds. God damn it! <laughs> but Discord is great. I gotta say, I'm also a fan of your website, um, Cosmeture.net, as you said. Thank you. Because it's so it's so simple. <laughs> it's so simple.
2: Uh, you know, the reason why it's simple is because I know basically nothing about web development. And so this is basically the best I could muster.
0: No, this is perfect. This is, I mean, let me see, let me shrink the browser, see if it like shrinks with it. Oh, it mostly does. Yeah, it mostly stays, um, it mostly stays um, responsive. <laughs> no, it, this is, this. oh yeah, no, it's definitely shrinking. And Okay. One of the big things in um, the internet, like marketing now, is mobile friendliness. Yeah. And uh, so, no, um, yeah, I deal with websites every day. They're just trying too hard. Trying way, way too hard to be all whiz-bangy, to be all, you know, slick and shit. It's like, no, people just want to get...
2: That just makes it
1: slow.
0: Yeah, it it, it makes it slow. I I miss
1: GeoCities back whenever it was Ah. simple. (laughs) It was like I got a I got a page, and I got some text on it, and maybe an animated GIF for twenty. That's it.
0: Yeah, now everyone wants parallax scrolling and and garbage that you don't need. I know, like,
1: dude. It's like, do you do you have Node.js on your
0: on your thing or people what about, still uh,
1: jQuery? People or what still about,
0: have auto running videos. People still have auto running music. Like, haven't people learned no one likes that?
1: <laughs> yeah, that went out with like punching the
0: monkey. No, it hasn't. That's what I'm saying. I ran into a I'm, site that does what, that. A- that's what I'm saying,
1: though. Oh. It's like people, people detected really early on. That's why we have ad blockers today. Nobody really cared about banner ads. People really were offended about like, oh, I go to a web page and it starts auto playing stuff, right? Like, I'm trying to stealth browse at work and it's like, hello, you're <laughs> the 10th. Tenth- yeah, uh, you know? or or, like punch the monkey and win you know and, and like animated crap popping up over your page, and uh and it's just like well, people aren't clicking on our banner ads we mean, we need to make those more obnoxious, yeah,
2: yeah uh I think you and that,
1: the and then yeah, and that and that's what you get right is is the whole like banner ads don't work, and then you become obnoxious, and then people block your shit, and you know, and then we're seeing this with YouTube now, where it's like, well, everybody runs ad block, so uh you know. Little, little bit of revenue apocalypse going on over there. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's why I think what needs to come back is in podcast-sponsored things. This show brought to you by boogers. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I keep waiting, man. I'm waiting on... The sequel to Boogerman Man. To no get made. no one has the ever. Greatest off-
0: game on the Genesis. Huh? No, no one has ever offered us a sponsorship, and I'm fine with that. I don't. I don't. Well,
1: it, dude, if Boogerman Man Two came along and said, you know, would you sponsor us? I'd be like, yes, for free. I've, I,
0: never, I heard this, free I've never heard of this. I've never heard of this game.
1: Well, it's um, it's a strange, ugly cousin to Earthworm Jim. No relation, but same sense of humor.
0: Oh,
1: that had cool. nothing to do with shiny. I don't think, but yeah, you were, you were a caped superhero named booger man. And it was booger man, a pick and flick adventure. And it was just everything that was right about the Genesis era. Well, <laughs> I'm going to just see how many times I can say booger in one show.
0: Uh, apparently, apparently quite a bit.
1: <laughs> yes. It's actually out when you, when you turn on the system, booger man's on there and he, he just looks at the screen and like whips up a finger and he's like booger and that's the whole title of the game. It's awesome. Super great. I love it. Cosmeteer, This podcast brought to you by <laughs> loot crates in space.
0: So right now um, I think you only have about what about a dozen guns I think maybe half a dozen, uh, like
2: I, not even that. I think yeah, it was more like six.
0: Are you going to be adding more? Because the variety is pretty neat. There's a, what's what? Is it there's a laser cannon, and a an, a an actual. I love that. There's an actual cannon, like an uh, honest to god. There's a, yeah, there's they're, they're honest to god. Can, there's they're honest to god cannons, but there's also like a lightning gun thing. I think.
2: The, the the electro bolt.
0: Yes. Thank you. The electro bolt.
2: I don't I don't know. No one ever remembers exactly what it's called. I don't really know <laughs> I don't, <laughs> how I came up with that. I don't do remember either. Sorry, do I have what? Do you have shields? Yes. Yeah.
0: But they're directional. It- so if you have one shield generator, uh, you have to point it in a specific direction. It's okay, not like that's a
1: full. That's right. I remember now it's it, it yeah. like a like a Uh, crescent thing out in front. Yeah, I remember the the last time I played it, I had to put like three of them across the front of my ship, but yeah.
0: Yeah, and I learned the hard way when I built a ship not to put the uh, bridge right in the front with no armor. (laughs) That didn't, uh, that ship did not last very long.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't work out
0: really well that doesn't work out very well. So, are are you going to be like are cuz I noticed and I kind of like this because it it didn't like make me paralyzed by choice that the part list was very manageable. It was very like low, which I actually liked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, are you going to plan to keep it like I know people love all the toys and all the gadgets, but are you going to try and keep the those parts and those things like mani- uh, like to a manageable size? You're just going to go all
2: out? So being manageable is always good, um, but I do think like honestly the game needs a lot more parts for your ship than it has right now. Um, it does, to be frank, kind of get stale with only like the six or so weapons that you can build right now. Um, I imagine, in there will be like some sort of like progression system where like you can maybe you like either you like unlock weapons through research or something like that, or like maybe different weapons uh, you need different resources to build. Um, So by kind of, like, slowly introducing more weapons over time, hopefully that will keep it manageable. Because, I mean, you're absolutely right. Like, if the game was, like, from the very beginning, here are the 30 different weapons you can build, have fun, that's, you know, that's kind of intimidating, right? Like, where do I start?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, so maybe, might you have things, like, in an unlock system, like, if you make a certain amount, like, if you kill a certain amount of ships then maybe you can unlock a certain gun or something that you might have before
2: yeah maybe something like that I mean it probably wouldn't be directly tied to the number of ships you kill but um, I don't, maybe maybe it's like you go on a mission and then you get like the schematics for as a reward for the mission you get a schematics for a new weapon or something like that
0: that, that actually brings up an interesting question will there be any kind of like crafting like you find bull pr- blue bullprints what the hell am I saying blueprints <laughs> what the hell are bullprints why am I saying uh, I don't, know, but they sound I don't cool. that, that does actually sound kind of cool. <laughs> what, what so will you have crafting where like you find blueprints, blueprints and 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 be able to build the thing you found?
2: Uh I'm honestly not sure yet. Um I I would like to have uh some sort of like resources that you can find, whether that's just maybe like a couple types of resources or whether that's like like like, dozens of different types of resources that are very, like, part-specific. Um, I'm honestly not sure yet. Um, but I could, like, you know, I could maybe see doing some amount of crafting. Um, but I I don't know yet.
0: Yeah, because that's all the rage right now, isn't it? Crafting? Like, that's uh, yep. It's a
2: thing, for sure. I mean, it would certainly, like, be pretty cool if you could, like, build a, like, say, like, a factory ship that had a bunch of, like... Like, you could... Like it would mine resources and then it had a bunch of factories which could, could say convert those resources into like you could mine iron and it would convert iron into like refined iron or something like that that you would then use to build advanced systems or, or something like that.
0: Would that be hard to put in the game? Because it sounds like a lot of like a lot more, I don't know, data. It sounds a lot more like things to juggle, like sp- spinning plates, you know, that sort of thing. Would that, Would that kind of thing be difficult to put into the game?
2: Like, hard for me as the developer? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it would take a lot of work, sure. Um, I mean, a lot of stuff in this game has taken a lot of work to make, so I guess I'm no stranger to that. Uh, I mean, like, good cool features usually take a lot of time to do, and that's just, that's what I've signed on for.
0: Right. So, what are, like... I want to ask this question without you, like, giving too much away. But, like, cuz it sounds like you have a lot planned for this game which is awesome. What would you say is the most is the thing you're most excited about implementing in this game so far?
2: Uh the most the thing I'm most excited about implementing um uh I am I am really looking forward to making the kind of like uh like a a mining salvaging system where you like you, you or salvage resources and then like those get stored on your ship and then like you use those to build things. Um, I think that will be, that will be interesting to develop.
0: Yeah. Cause I don't know if you know, but I love mining like a lot <laughs> a when lot people do when it's fun. Like I, I like in elite dangerous, not fun, not fun at all in any, but not, not anyway fun, but like,
2: yeah, I don't want it to be like super grindy, right? Like I want you to be able to do it pretty fast. Um, and probably like being able to increase the game speed will help with that. Um, so I don't want it to be super grindy, but, uh, you know, like people like mining things is satisfying, you know, salvaging resources from destroyed enemy ships like is satisfying. It's definitely a little weird right now that you destroy an enemy ship And somehow magically you get money from that, but then like you can't do anything with any of the bits and pieces that are left over. That just like feels weird. Right. Um, So it would definitely be cool if you could, if you could take the scraps of the enemy ship and, and I don't know, melt those down and then turn them, turn them into new additions for your own ship. That'd be cool.
0: Or, Or maybe like if you melt them down, it doesn't cost as much to repair because you have like materials on hand or something like that. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that would be awesome. Like I I didn't destroy all of that ship, so this uh this uh this repair bill will be less. <laughs> I was very careful about how I blew it up. <laughs> like now one th- now one thing I'm curious, will um cuz right now destroying ships seems to involve blowing up their reactor. Mm-hmm. Uh will there be a way to say just render a ship inoperative by killing their crew? Like, is there is there going to be that kind of crew uh, simulation where, like, if all the individual crew members are killed, the ship is rendered inoperative?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, I imagine so. Uh, the whole thing where, like, if you destroy all the reactors and, like, the ship blows up and you get money, that's really just kind of, like, this kind of, like, weird mechanic that I created for the sake of the Bounty Hunter mode, which, again, is, like, kind of temporary. Um, eventually, I think it would make sense if, like, like, enemy ships will maybe surrender to you um Ooh. Uh, yeah like if you if you do enough damage to them maybe then they'll surrender like you take out their weapons i can see yeah like if you take out all their crew um you know uh things like that uh maybe maybe you can just like capture an enemy ship like uh just get it in your tractor beam and and haul it back to a friendly star base and, and then the police will take it from there <laughs>
0: Oh, wait. Are you going to be implementing police? Wait, wait,
2: what? Uh, I'm not promising anything here. That was top of my head.
0: (laughs) That would be awesome, though, if there were space police. And, like, you're trying to take out a bounty and they come and help you.
2: (laughs) That'd be great. Uh, Or you're attacking the good guys and they fight you.
0: Yeah, no, also great. Also great, yeah. No, I'm totally, I'm totally backseat programming here.
2: <laughs>
0: totally backseat designing here. <laughs> so, like you, sh- you should do this. <laughs> what the fuck do I know? <laughs>
2: no, no problem. I'll just do everything. Everything. <laughs>
0: yes, do everything. Go, do. Just go. Why are you even talking to me? Why are you even talking to me? Just, just go. Just stop. Just stop talking to me and go fix this game. <laughs>
2: Uh, if only we were that easy. I know, right.
0: <laughs> uh, so, do you. Now, I, I hate to ask this particular one, but there are a good chunk of other spacey building games out there right now.
2: Indeed, there are. Do you feel any
0: pressure from the competition of those, or do you feel like your game is different enough? That it stands on its own and doesn't, and you don't need to worry about that competition. Or do you like get inspired by them, or like how uh, how, how does that affect all you?
2: Of the above, I mean, oh, okay. do I worry that like the market is saturated with space games? Yeah, for sure, I do. Uh, uh, who would have thought uh, that? On the, on Five, the flip side, there are all ago. these space games, uh, and that seem to be demonstrating that there exists a pretty sizable market, yeah, market for space games, right? yeah um, I hope that I am making a game that does stand out right um that's what I'm trying at any rate uh so i am i am i am optimistic um i've certainly like there are clearly a lot of people who you know r- are really enjoying the game um I hope that there're that that just continues to grow especially once the game is actually on steam um uh so i'm I'm optimistic but am I a little nervous yeah honestly.
0: Yeah, who would have thought? Five, six years ago, that's when I started uh, Space Game Junkie. That there'd be all these space games. I, I uh, no. It's I'd, pretty crazy. <laughs> it is. Like right now, there are there. I usually try and cover a game a week, and if a game comes out, I'll I'll cover it in the following week. You know. Uh, but in the last like week or two, six games came out. How am I supposed to deal with that? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just I'm just randomly putting up coverage of all of them as I fe- as I feel like it because it it's it broke my brain it broke my brain to try and keep track of all of them and there's more coming there's like there's been at least two or three dozen space games that came out just this year that's crazy we didn't even have that kind of frequency in the '90s when it was all the space games. <laughs> it's insane and most of them are really good that's the great thing most of them are really good wait Minnie Mergle is saying 2,900 people were in your discord the other day or earlier today
2: Uh, they're not online at the same time but yeah the discord has almost 3,000 members we have not quite hit the 3,000 threshold
0: holy garbage I don't even know how many mine has only a couple hundred I think Damn. This is what happens when you make a free game.
1: <laughs> I know. We should start giving out candy or something.
0: <laughs> but uh, uh,
2: I wonder what happens when things are free.
0: It, it's it's crazy. I heard we got some popsicles on the podcast. It's crazy because, I mean, I think there's always been a market for space games. It's just that's not what, you know, the, the designers and the publishers wanted for many, many years, you know? oh we're about 400 members thank you spaz thank you that's not bad for yeah six
1: of which i like though (laughs) i
0: mean stop it but know who you are but we're we're super uh we're super niche and i'm not i'm also not the best at promoting myself so that's my fault um that's that's better than i anticipated actually (laughs) but three thousand members that's that's insane and it, that is really really great. Congratulations!
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, I was looking at some of my my like actual game metrics for people playing the game, and I think in um, the past three months, it's probably about like one hundred and fifty thousand people have played. Just pretty sweet. Oh my
0: god! That 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 wow! Well done. That's I mean, yeah, you can go far with free, but still. Uh, yeah,
2: I mean, I'm sure if the game wasn't free, it wouldn't be nearly that many. Right. Uh, but, so being free helps a lot.
0: But you know a lot of those people know that you're going to charge for it eventually. And even if they don't have a lot of money, they're probably saving so they can buy it when it's ready?
2: Uh, I I hope so. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> you know what I, you know, what I, you I wouldn't be do? surprised. You could have a game, of game.
1: What you could do is you have the game run, right? But in the background, it's mining bitcoins.
2: I've, yeah. uh, I feel like I just read some Reddit post about something that what? was doing that. I uh, can imagine. I feel, I feel pretty safe promising right here that, uh, Cosmeteer will never mine Bitcoin in the background.
1: <laughs> I saw there was a game on Steam and it was called like Bitcoin Spinner or some crap, right? And it's one of those 99 cent deals mm-hmm. like we talked about before. But I it just, I, I thought, you know, there's a lot of people. that would like to mine Bitcoin, but they have no concept of how to do it. If somebody made a, a a, quote game, right. That was just like a split, right. It's like, Hey, we're going to mine Bitcoins on your machine through no effort of yours. You don't have to set it up, but I'm going to split the money with you. So, Hey, free money. Right. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) terms, terms of service of that application would be pretty.
2: Yeah, I know. I mean, I guess it's like, (laughs) I'll send you a check. Honest. I promise. Yeah, as long as everyone is honest about and knows what they're getting into, then I suppose fine. But yeah, uh, well, there
1: there was some uh, app that was like in the cell phone market that did that, where it's like it's like my phone is super hot in my pocket. I wonder why. Oh, it's mining bitcoins because (laughs) I downloaded some Chinese Tetris clone.
2: Uh, That's a good way to extend your battery life, right? Yeah, no doubt. Uh,
0: Apparently, some uh, spaz just posted in the stream chat that. There's apparently a 74 cent game called Bitcoin Collector. Yep, that's the one. 74 cents.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one and I'm and I'm just thinking like is that bitch mining bitcoin in the background while grandma's like playing it. It it, w- it would be absolutely perfect for one of those idle clicker games too. It's just like just leave it in your taskbar and you win. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I win because I'm making Bitcoin off your machine. Whatever. Sorry, I was just having a moment of evil. I'll go back to my <laughs> volcano layer now. Here's a cool game. Put in your put in your social security number to log in. <laughs> Free
0: account. yeah. Uh, so, what is the uh, next big uh, thing coming for um, Cosmeteer? Like, what's in the next patch? You uh, uh, well, don't have to say when. be the
2: multiplayer patch.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. Um, yeah. That's huge.
2: And then I imagine the next few patches after that will be kind of like building on top of the multiplayer functionality, like adding. So, I think like the very first version will basically just be like player versus player, uh, like over LAN. Yeah. Um, or like you can type type someone's IP address in and connect to them that way. Um and then like once I kind of like have that working and it's stable, uh, I'd like to uh add things like um like being able to add say AI players to the match so that um like you can you can team up with your friends against the AI. Um I like to have like an, an observer mode so like one player or multiple players could just be an observer of a game that could be useful if you like wanna run tournaments things like that right um uh so kind of like flesh out the 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 multiplayer features um and then uh after multiplayer um i uh, i am honestly not sure yet um we'll probably probably go through my trello, see what people are excited about and uh and and pick something that i that i I'm also personally excited to to work on. Um, but exactly what that's going to be, I honestly don't know yet.
0: I kind of like that you have a mix of a plan, but also the free form mindset that I'm going to follow what's interesting. you know, Yeah, I'm f-
2: I mostly wing it, to be honest.
0: <laughs> but it seems to be working for you. I mean, we all have our own workflows, you know, and that, that particular method seems to be working just fine for you.
2: Uh, so far, so good.
0: Uh Mini Mergo would say more paint layers would be better than multiplayer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: Mini Mergo has been asking for that. I might look into to adding another paint layer. There's some um there's some technical reasons why I can't do a ton of paint layers. Um but I might be able to add a add one more paint layer. Um I'll I'll try looking into it.
0: <laughs> what would you say is the biggest technical challenge with making a game like this?
2: Oh gosh, where to begin? <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, so, um, certainly the whole crew simulation has been a real big technical challenge. I mean, like that, that involves things like, like pathfinding as crew try to figure out how to navigate around the ship. Um, like the kind of AI behind, like how crew get assigned to specific jobs. Um, that system has gone under a lot of revision and it's still, as my players complain about a lot, very far from perfect. Um. And then too many crew wandering out around the ship because like big ships could have like potentially a thousand or more individual crew on it. Um just like the the CPU cost of simulating all those crew uh becomes really substantial. And so it's like just trying to optimize that down um as much as possible. Uh, yeah, like that's a- been April first really you need to put out a
1: fake dev note that says and now each individual crew will have their own needs and motivations and separate
0: AI about their behavior.
1: <laughs> It'll be like the Sims, but a thousand of them.
0: That sounds like a terrible idea. Little, little <laughs> lemmings
1: <laughs> or kerbals, right? You know.
2: Basically. Right.
1: Oh, there needs to be a kerbal mod where I can turn those little dudes into kerbals. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure someone uh, will probably make that. I'm not going to make that because I don't want to get sued. But right. right. <laughs> I'll leave that up to my players.
1: Don't, don't call them fraggles either. Cause that'll also, <laughs>
0: Well, folks, folks, the game is Cosmeteer. It is free at Cosmeteer.net.
1: Inexplicably free.
0: And and it, it's really quite fascinating. And multiplayer is only a stone's throw away, apparently, and more is coming. Eventually, it's going to be on Steam. Eventually, it's going to cost money. But right now, you can jump in for free and see uh, what a hundred-some thousand other people have Found a love about the game. That's amazing. By yeah, have the way, you had
1: any have you had any like large scale YouTubers pick it up like Scott Manley or Angry Joe or any of those people?
2: Uh, depends on what you mean by large scale. I believe there were one or two YouTubers who had like a million plus followers. That'll um, do. Play the game.
1: Can you please introduce me to them? Because
2: <laughs> I can try.
1: I would like to ask some business tips.
2: Yeah. <sighs>
0: Uh, So, folks, that'll do it for uh, this episode. Just a couple of uh, quick programming notes. Thursday, if we can get it to work, uh, we're going to try multiplayer for uh, Warhammer 40,000 Space Wolf, which is a XCOM-like game with cards. Uh, There's a couple problems, though. Uh, One, it seems to be only 1v1. Uh, And two, it doesn't look like you can directly choose who you play against. Uh, oh, so that's up. yeah. A I was I was testing Ooh. it the other day yeah. and it didn't look like that worked. So wow, that's yeah, really
1: Gothic made the same error. I agree, also and it's a huge,
0: a huge, huge error. And so we're gonna, like I said, we're gonna try to play that. If that doesn't work, we might come up with a plan B. We're thinking maybe uh, classic Battlefront 2 because it just got that big multiplayer patch, and we've been kind of itching to test it out and play around with it. So maybe that. I don't know. Um, we'll see how uh, we'll see how Thursday works out, and then next week on the show, uh, we are going to be welcoming the developer of Nightstar Rogue Wings, which is a uh, Unreal powered. Shooter thing, which is actually quite a bit of fun. There's a video on the YouTube channel uh, I I made. That's it's actually quite enjoyable. Uh, so that's next week on the show. So Walt, I want to thank you for taking the time to uh, out of your evening to come on and talk to us about uh,
2: Oh, this was a blast! Thank you so much yeah. for having.
0: Me. Yeah, and we by definitely the had fun the space wingman thing.
1: Um, the what? If you're a fan, the the rogue wing, I. Can't remember the
0: name. Nightstar the name. Rogue Wing. Nightstar
1: Rogue Wing. Right. Yeah. Um, if you're a fan of Gunmetal, the old game where your robot transforms into a plane kind of thing, uh-huh. the spaceship flying stuff is fairly similar to the plane part of Gunmetal. Oh, okay. Saying. So, so you kind of know what you're getting into there.
0: Oh, okay. I've I've heard I, of that I'm, game.
1: I, I may have shown him Gunmetal footage at great length. I've heard of of Gunmetal,
0: but I've never played it. I've heard it's great.
1: Oh my god! Two D merits come back next week.
0: I will. I will track it down somehow. Anyway,
1: folks, it's it's cheap on the steams, but yeah, we'll 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 talk with him about that then because (laughs) I have much to say about Gunmetal and how his game could Uh, also be super awesome.
0: I will definitely have to figure that out, folks. I mentioned
1: that Gunmetal is pretty good. Yeah.
0: Folks, if you haven't liked or subscribed or anything of those things, I ask you to do so. I don't. Bu- I try not to bug you about that too much. Uh, I don't want to do it on every show. But every now and again, I just want to ask, please, you know, join our Discord. Join our Facebook. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. You know, because we work hard Thanks over money. here. No, you don't have to do that. Me money. We do My have a addresses. Patreon. We do have a Patreon if you want to give to that, but you don't have to. You know, if you don't want to, because uh, <laughs> I have a job. Uh, but I uh, want to thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next time. Have a great night, everyone. Bye-bye.